0: Ready? Ready, Freddy. No, no. Salud. Salud.
1: Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Welcome back to Goal Sided, episode 32 32 we have another jam-packed agenda for you as always because that's how we do uh a bunch of stuff in news today we'll go over some top news the world cup 2026 we just got our first qualified teams we'll see who that is i don't know surprise surprise (laughs) uh there's the club world cup some barcelona's in some news but yeah and then we'll go around and uh take a look at some of the results we had a bunch of champions league we had a bunch of europa league we had a bunch of Conference League, whatever that is. We had Club World Cup closing out. We had uh, the EPL over the weekend, Italy over the weekend, uh, La Liga, obviously, Liga MX. And, yeah, we'll take it home with uh, what we're excited for for the weekend.
0: Let's go. ¿Cómo está Cesar? Bien, bien, aquí nomás. Feeling so, good? Yeah. Sí, feeling good. Drinking some wine. You know the usual. Drinking a little wine. It's yes, not sir. Bad. It's
1: not bad. I got a little salt, Enjoying
0: all of this, you know, soccer that we've been having these past few days. A bunch of soccer. Um, Even Liga
1: Mekis has got the Doble Jornada, but with Champions League back now, I think every team is playing on
0: average like every three days, right? Yeah, that's insane. Performing that much, imagine the strain on the body. Who was, uh, I think Rashford came out and complained. Said like,
1: Yeah, he's like, it's completely like unsustainable. It's just, it's a lot on the body, man. That's wild.
0: Yeah, and I saw somewhere that, you know, the goalkeepers, what do they have to complain about? They're just standing there, you know? Yeah, What is, isn't that right? Like, isn't that crazy? No. <laughs> I'm just, no, <laughs> just this, kidding. This no, <laughs> it, it kidding. takes a lot. You know, it takes a lot out of a goalie as well, mentally and physically. Um, I know we don't run as much, but still you have to make a save and you strain your whole body in just a matter of true. seconds. So there is strain in the body.
1: Yeah, they the get world. exhausted, too. They put in that work. And especially in some of the games recently with the amount of shots that they have, like dudes are throwing themselves everywhere, man. It's exhausting. But yeah, with that in mind, let's kick it off with the news of the 2026 World Cup. It was officially announced that the three host countries are qualified automatically. They do not have to go through their uh, regional qualifications. And that being USA, Canada and Mexico. Yeah. USA and Mexico are in, baby. Let's Let's go. go. I saw a tweet that said. Uh, Diego Coca, historic, already qualified Mexico <laughs> for the World Cup. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Greatest coach of all time. Uh, yeah. Record time. Uh, just came in as well. And just qualified. came in, qualified them in record time. Let's go. I'm dead. For the Club World Cup, I know we just finished that and we'll go over that in a bit. But Saudi Arabia was announced as the host for the 2023 Club World Cup. This year was Morocco. Morocco. Now back to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia,
0: Arabia. yeah. So, so good for Saudi Arabia, they get some soccer back. I know they've been enjoying it a lot lately, especially with the World Cup when Saudi Arabia beat Argentina, and then back with Al Hilal. Yeah, um, in the
1: Al Hilal made it to the final, right? We'll we'll go over that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Barcelona, I think, is taking out the biggest news of the week. I think there's a clickbait headline, and then there's more details behind it, right? The yes. clickbait headline would probably read something along the lines of Barcelona pays refs or Barcelona pays organization of referees or whatever uh, for their own benefit or something like that. Right. But I, I was reading a couple notes that what it actually is, is that uh, Barcelona was paying certain referees for survey information so that they can get a good idea as to um, some of their mannerisms, how, like like what kind of style of ref they are. Yeah. And how certain players affect their style of refing so that they can kind of it is for gaining an edge, uh, but but it wasn't for calls to go their way or for penalties or for uh the other team to get red cards against them or to to fix games. So a lot of people are still calling for them to get investigated like they are. I think that's totally fine yeah, if they yeah, get yeah. investigated. But apparently it is a lot more for them to collect data on what makes refs tick so that they can uh, use that and to their advantage, which the only thing that I can think of is like, dude, just don't get involved with the refs at all. Like,
0: right, right. Regardless of what's going on, if it was clean or not, the view on the rest of the world now is, yo, know, Barcelona's is acting sketchy. So it, yeah, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts their image. And that's not what you want to do. If you're, Uh, the president of of Barcelona, allowing for that to happen. So I think, like you mentioned, they need to get investigated and they need to get to the bottom of it and they need to not do it again.
1: Yeah, so it looks like the investigation started, uh, but more details are coming out that it is kind of legal to get that data from refs.
0: um, uh, Right, but but I also saw that um, the commissioner of the referees came out and gave a statement saying that the refs should not be Should not be getting hired by other teams because then it becomes a conflict of interest. Yeah, totally. So, again, um, when they were doing this, it may have been legal, but I don't think they should be doing it now. They should set some sort of uh, precedent so it doesn't happen again because it just doesn't look right. Yeah, I I get what they're trying to do and maybe do it with ex-refs or maybe do it with somebody else that's not an active referee at the league yeah. that's going to be refereeing your game next next sunday. Yeah,
1: whatever. and I think you said it in a really good way that like uh it probably was legal at the time, but it's like frowned upon. Yeah. Right? And if they're um uh, they should be doing their own due diligence and realizing, "Hey, doing almost anything with refs off the clock about how they can gain an advantage or what they can do with certain refs versus not do with certain refs is probably bad." And I I just I just can't understand how like you can do that probably with data analysis on yourself by yourself if you can analyze the games and see oh, this certain ref gives yellow cards to people that cuss at him more than um they allow play more when there's fouls, right? Like yeah. I, I it's just It's kinda silly. You just look so <laughs> sketchy, dog. Just don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Barcelona. Like I understand you want you need to get that edge, you need to win championships, but god damn, brother.
0: Like there's other ways of getting that information that you're looking for. Yeah.
1: Or do you need to get that information at all? Like, I mean, but yeah, they're going to get their asses investigated and who knows if they'll find other
0: things. Yeah, exactly. It opens the door to,
1: it opens the doors to them getting looked at and they're already not in great financial health. So who knows what other sketchy stuff they've done. And then at the same time, Twitter's having a field day. I saw people being like making compilation videos of, Fouls that they got away with against Real Madrid and Clásicos in the past five years or so. Yeah. Five to ten years. And being like, that must be why this Marcelo foul did, didn't get marked. That's why this. And
0: that led to this goal. Yeah. And that led to. And getting, people were yeah. like,
1: they need to get those points taken away. They need to get the championship taken away.
0: Just like what happened to Juventus.
1: Yeah, Juventus and City right now. So we'll see what comes out of it. I'm all for A fairness in the game. Clean games, right? So hopefully FIFA. Uh, Keeps the game clean. Not as a big and uh, otherworldly news, but Jesse Marsh was rumored to Southampton. And just before, like just yesterday, we saw the note that uh, Jesse Marsh is no longer involved with Southampton and talks to to become their new head coach, apparently because he wanted a long term contract and they were offering him a. Role that would help them get out of relegation and he was just like no can do so they they parted ways so no no jesse marsh at southampton anytime soon
0: well hey he's setting um kind of the bar or what he wants which is good um but just the way he came out of leeds kind of you know i also understand how south southampton feels um and and i don't think he necessarily wants to be like you were mentioning the javier aguirre's Mm -hmm. of the world um, so they're like just, relegation specialist, right? Right, right. The relegation specialist to get him out of there and then hop onto the next club who's struggling and yeah, get him out. But yeah, he just needs to prepare better. Um, and whatever club he goes next, he has to do a really good job.
1: Yeah. Cause I, I think it's going to be difficult for him to get a mid, uh, mid table club at a premier, like at, at, at a top league, league. Yeah. Or at the premier league. Um, cause I think he was angling himself in that way. Like, I just did it with Leeds in a very short amount of time. I was able to motivate them and get them out of relegation. Southampton wants you because they're in last place. They need to get out of there too, right? So he's probably going to get those job offers here in La Liga or wherever. Maybe Italy. I like that he pushed back. Maybe this will help him get, like, like a, a little bit of a better opportunity with the team somewhere else. Or maybe he is holding out for that national team. Oh, interesting. In other news, going back to Barcelona, Julian Araujo officially has arrived
0: to oh Barcelona. I mean, let's go. That's a big win for uh, the Mexican soccer. That's huge for Mexican soccer. A huge win, yes. Uh, Mex- Mexico
1: hasn't had a Mexican there since, what, Jonathan Dos Santos? Yeah. Uh, what,
0: like close to
1: 10 years close ago Close to now? 10 years ago. And to have a uh, Mexican player... In the Barcelona ranks is amazing. Apparently, his path is going to be with Barcelona B under Rafa Marquez. Yeah, uh, but I can definitely see him breaking through at some point to the to the A team, maybe even for one of the cups. Yeah, um, maybe getting some minutes and stealing a little bit of time from some of their outside backs.
0: Yeah, exciting. He's a really good like a right back going mm-hmm. up and down the field, attacking uh, really well. I see him fitting really well with the system that Barcelona have right now but the only downside is that it kind of reminds me of Sergio Dest a little bit. I know, Julian. Style of play. Yeah, I know Julian Araujo can defend better, anybody yeah. can. But um <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> but you know, uh, I just don't want him to end up like a Sergio Dest. Yeah.
1: Sergio Dest is more known as a playmaker, right? Like a like a Caracolero. He he's supposedly better on the ball, almost like more like a winger, right? They were saying he was not good enough to be a winger, not good enough to be an outside back, right? Yeah. But at the same time, uh, Julian Araujo, I think he defends a lot more first. He does have that natural outside back, like I'm going to defend, and then I'm going to freaking attack really fast, right? With Galaxy, he was known for giving good balls out wide, and uh, but mainly focusing on, like, if they get countered, just sprinting as fast as possible back and getting a ball back, right? So I'm excited. Uh, We'll see what they what Rafa Marquez and what Barcelona can make of him if they're going to change his style of play or if they love that and they're like, dude, just keep doing that. I mean, historically, Mexicans going to some of the top tier teams haven't gone the best because they end up not getting the minutes or something like that. But I like this path because it's going to be on the B squad, working your way up.
0: Rafa Marquez. I'm,
1: yeah. I'm assuming if it doesn't go the best, like if he doesn't expedite his path to get to the first team, They can loan him to a good squad, but he'll be in the Barcelona ranks. So, uh, and they kind of know what they, what they're buying into, right? They've been seeing him at LA Galaxy, so they know what kind of a player he
0: is. Yeah. They they bought him outright. So
1: yeah. $4 million, which I think is reasonable. reasonable. It's not the 7 million that you're asking for Kevin Alvarez. Yeah. uh, Who's three, four years older than him. Yeah. That's, that's a steal for 4 million, dude. Get him for $4 million, flip him for fifteen in a couple yeah. of years to a, another good squad. Like, that's good business from Barcelona. Liga he has got to
0: take note. It's crazy how much less. It's like half the price of what they were asking for Kevin Alvarez. Yeah. And for, to be honest, for
1: a better prospect. Yeah. Because that guy's already at, he's already,
0: he's a grown ass man. Yeah. He's 24, 25.
1: Then let's move on to a little league roundabout. We'll start with the Champions League. The Champions League came back. We all missed it. It took up all of our Valentine's Day. <laughs> Nobody was with their partners.
0: Nobody was complaining either.
1: Nobody uh you see all the memes oh, of like people at dinner with their partners and like they had the game on the on side. On the side,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: That's hilarious. So on Tuesday we had Milan Tottenham and PSG Bayern Munich.
0: Yeah, that Milan ended up beating Tottenham one to zero. Yeah, I heard it was
1: the most boring game ever. I was watching oh my I was God, watching I PSG.
0: Yeah, same. But you know, just knowing Tottenham, I know I should
1: whack. Rafael Leao went off. I keep seeing tweets about his performance. I don't get why that guy sometimes is on the bench. He's so good for them. maybe it's inconsistency, uh, but he's really solid and uh he scored the goal and uh yeah we'll see if uh if tottenham can
0: come back yeah it's weird because tottenham obviously they do good and sometimes like they beat man city what last sunday yeah and then now they go on to milan san cito and all of a sudden san cito's way too big for them in my
1: uh yeah in my in my work chat everyone like the there's tottenham fans and they're like bro tottenham's the only team that could fucking (laughs) beat city and then shit the bed I'm telling you man Then they just, also um, Just before that They had lost A pretty shitty game too um, Oh they just got Smacked 4-1 Against Leicester Against Leicester yeah 4-1
0: Leicester's horrible So It's just Incredible to me
1: Yeah So I mean When they lost to Leicester I was like They're gonna get screwed In, in Champions League But PSG Byron Munch I thought that game Was pretty good First half was kind of Kind of boring Yeah The first half was boring The second half Turned it on When Alphonso Davies Came in he started helping attack a little bit more.
0: Like, we, we've we always said this that you know, PSG is full of individuals, and we saw it the most that first half. Yeah. they just sometimes couldn't get a, a string of passes, three or four passes along, and it's just it's kind of like unbearable to see. Like, this is PSG, you have Messi, you have Neymar, you have um Sergio Ramos, you have a really good goalkeeper that messed up that first goal. Yeah, the only goal in the game. Um, but yeah, they just can't make it happen. Only when Mbappe comes in, that's when you can see that spark, that difference.
1: Yeah. Mbappe in that second half was the big difference maker. And it was a lot of individual efforts. I saw some tweets that showed, um, in the first half how like Neymar was like hustling a lot. And you could see Messi like right behind him. And it's just not the same effort, right? Yeah. Which, I mean, Messi historically is not known for being able to match an effort that Neymar would put but at the same time like if the team is doing really bad and it looks it looks really bad that like Neymar's like the 9 and he's like moving everywhere trying to help and then they break past his line and then you got like Messi just kind of jogging around behind yeah um but yeah they did not look good until the second half I think Mbappe really turned it on um I think they got a, a goal called back offsides
0: yeah Mbappe was offsides I think
1: yeah and he got the the You got the one v one against Summer against Summer, and he smacked it to his face, and then Neymar missed it. So that was
0: oh, that's the other one.
1: Yeah, that was later. That one was really that one was a good play. I thought that one was going to go in.
0: Yeah, it's like they're all waiting for Mbappe to come in and be the difference maker.
1: I think it also shows the quality that Mbappe has.
0: But yeah, PSG
1: lose that game. Now they got to go to Bayern and try to win to Allianz
0: Arena. I don't think it'll happen. I I don't. we'll see you know Mbappe should be completely fit by then so maybe they'll it
1: would know. need like an Mbappe Massimo's. crazy game yeah
0: yeah or Neymar and Messi all of a sudden find each other and yeah make a wonder but we'll see
1: that Byron defense is pretty tough right now too with now with Cancelo back there yeah Neymar was trying to get past him and he was just like nope not happening not gonna happen not today old man <laughs> And then yesterday on Wednesday, we had Dortmund, Chelsea. And uh, Dortmund beat Chelsea 1 0. And then we have Bruges losing 2 0 to
0: Benfica. I had Dortmund beating Chelsea just mm. because Chelsea have been so shit at the EPL on the EPL. So it's just, I'm not surprised that they ended up losing that game as well. Yeah. And another thing, like what we were just talking about, PSG is is happening with Chelsea that they have Mudrik, Felix, Sieg, Enzo Fernandez like really solid players that just are not clicking together they're just not becoming a team um i don't know what graham potter is trying is doing or not doing but they need to pick it up
1: yeah it it makes me think like it's not just the coach i think bruges Cinderella story is over 2-0 at their home and now they got to go to portugal i don't think it's gonna, I, I think it's game over for them
0: yeah, I remember how a couple years ago it was Porto always being in the Champions League, mm-hmm. giving a good fight. Now it's Benfica's time. Now it's Benfica. After they got rid of Darwin Nunez. and
1: Enzo Fernandez. Oh yeah, they just got rid of Enzo. They're like, whatever. Now we're a hundred million dollars richer. Let's go. And we're still gonna make it through. And
0: it's a seventeen-year-old. Quad- uh, oh, oh yeah, they're gonna put yeah, out yeah, somebody, else, gonna right? put somebody else, right? Somebody else. I
1: mean, they have a uh, Gonzalo Ramos. He's on the bench with Ronaldo. Oh yeah. And he scored a brace or...
0: A hat trick. He Did scored he a hat, a hat yeah, he scored a hat
1: in. trick. And then the next game he benched Ronaldo and everyone's like, oh damn, he's only twenty-one.
0: Yeah, see, they just keep pumping out players. Um, yeah. If he yeah.
1: has a good champions league, they're gonna sell him for like fifty. Uh, who makes it out of those out of those four?
0: Uh Milan make it over Tottenham, okay. Dortmund over Chelsea, Benfica over Bruges, Bruges. and I want PSG to uh huh. But I think Bayern is going to pass. Yeah. So I have the same. Through. Milan, Bayern,
1: Dortmund, and Benfica. I can't
0: believe Donnarumma I fucked that one up right through his hands. He went like underism, right? Yeah, like, that's what you get for being so, so tall.
1: Yeah, that's what they say. You know how it happens when you go up against a super tall keeper. They say that shoot it on, it on, the on the ground, the ground right? Yeah. It'd be like that. Europa League. Really the biggest thing that I wanted to highlight because Europa League was all today. I did watch the Barcelona United game, so if you, we can stick with that. Um, it was a good game, 2 2. It was pretty exciting, mostly the second half. Yeah, it was a good second half. Some drama on handballs, on fouls, on penalties, on this, on that, on VARs that didn't Coaches happen. Coaches is getting yellows. Yeah. Um, but Marcos Alonso got the first one. Well, the, the scariest thing at first was Pedro came out with an injury in the first half.
0: Yeah. What was it? Ruled desk Because he came out I think he came out Walking It was his knee
1: He was clutching oh. his knee The whole time But yeah I mean it's pretty bad When it's the 41st minute And you can't make it to the half Yeah So yeah They took him out uh, Marcos Alonso scored
0: The first one on the header Off of a header And right after What was it Like three minutes later Two minutes later Two minutes Rashford. later Rashford equalizes Rashford's on fire
1: That fool's on it right now I'm telling he you He had one or two others too that you could put away. He was also the the catalyst for the two one. He's the one that ran the ball in down the line and sh- like shot a laser on the ground, and Jules Conde bounced it in off of, off
0: himself, and then Rafinha scored the two two. The one that he crossed it to Lewandowski and it went through. Uh, what was it Shaw's feet and went oh, in? Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, it, it was like a it was like one of those uh, buscapiés, right? Yeah. Like, and it would curled in with nobody touching it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it was a great game to watch. Both really teams were mean. going at it, boxing each other till the end. I think it was like the eighty fifth minute and we were still going back and forth. Mm-hmm. It was a great game to watch. I was at work. Fucking let's go. <laughs> Not paying attention. <laughs> Not paying attention. <laughs> but you know. Hopefully your bosses don't hear this. He don't listen. <laughs>
1: uh, let's edit that part out. Yeah. Um yeah, and then now they go back to Manchester, right?
0: Thursday, February twenty third.
1: All right. Moving on. Um yeah, moving on. Uh the other one that I wanted to call out, Sevilla, all of a sudden. They're saving up all their energy from La
0: Liga and doing shitty. Oh, shit. And they won? they beat PSV 3-0. They killed PSV, Jesus 3-0, in Sevilla, mm-hmm. in El Sanchez Pizjuan. All of a sudden, they tweeted out, hello, Europa League. Did they we're say back. Yeah, I think they <laughs> tweeted it out yesterday, before the game, or this <laughs> they're morning. Just in,
1: they're just one spot out of relegation, and they're like, let's
0: go. They're like, we're back. We're Your here. Your champions are back in business.
1: We're here, and we're going to fucking win. Let's move on to the Club World Cup. Let's go. Real Madrid took it home. They smacked Alquilal. 5-3. Yeah.
0: Federico Valverde with the brace. Viní Jr. with the brace. And Karim Benzema gets a goal in there as well.
1: I feel like it was too easy for Real Madrid. Like yeah. The whole tournament was... Flamengo was disappointing from what they were.
0: Yeah. And Usually, uh, that's how it goes. Usually, it goes the... The Champions League winner against the Copa Libertadores is winner. Yeah. And f- for this time, I don't know what happened to Flamengo, but they got knocked out by Hilal. And who doesn't have quite the firepower Real Madrid.
1: For 5-3, that's not too bad. I um, mean,
0: yeah. But they still only had, what, 33% possession. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Flamengo beat Al for third spot. Not too bad they turned it on,
0: I guess. Or see si no jesus seattle oh. sanders doesn't play another game or uh, hay quedaron fuera. no because they they lost too early dog that shit was so disappointing to me bro i want
1: i know a lot of people were like <sighs> on twitter i saw a lot of people were like oh like they did their best for like their fr- the first mls team and i was like
0: dog <laughs> that shit sucked <laughs> like, <laughs> my god how are you gonna say that when You're representing the MLS after so long, and you do so shitty. Like, why even go? I would have rather waited another year and seen maybe if a better MLS. LAFC,
1: dog. Imagine LAFC out there. They'd kill it.
0: Yeah, I mean, better. Uh,
1: Even Philadelphia Union, like, such a strong team. But, yeah, they lost against Alali. Still, man, you got to represent better. Hopefully, we get some better representation with either Seattle Sounders or Pumas. Come on. True, and Still. it's wild like sometimes when these tournaments take so long teams that were good can be bad mm-hmm. and like Seattle Sounders is not getting any younger with Ruiz Diaz, Morris, Roldan, all these guys so like yeah it was it wasn't it was not pretty and the premier league there's lots happened since the last time because of Doble jornadas because mm-hmm. there was premier league over the weekend and then Arsenal played yesterday right over the weekend Arsenal played Brentford and they're up 1-0 Brentford mm-hmm. gets a goal they checked the VAR. The VAR checks the wrong play. The wrong. Oh, my God. There were multiple times where the person could have been offsides. And they checked one. They did not check the other. And they gave they gave the goal. And VAR ended up apologizing this week.
0: It's crazy that they ended up apologizing. What is that? It doesn't do anything. I mean,
1: I'm basically Arteta right now. Arteta came out. Uh-huh. He And my yeah. boy was like, what the f- what am I going to do with an apology, right? He's yeah, like, I need my exactly. two points. Yeah. He can't. He literally said, I need my two points. But they're not going to do that because obviously you can't just give two points because who knows what would have happened in the rest of the game, right?
0: Again, it goes back to human error. You've minimized that human error, but you're still going to have these instances. But now that you have this singular instance, now it's amplified, right? Yeah, because everyone's so,
1: pissed. It should not be happening. So right, are pissed.
0: I know, but you've minimized. You used to have these every week in and week out, right? but now oh, yeah. every play <laughs> exactly but now it's it's better and it does suck it does suck for arteta but at the end of the day he cannot go out and blame um the referees because his team had the rest of the match and yeah. minutes before that to make it happen and they didn't so yeah they a big on.
1: piece of it is that their the team was producing enough to score more goals but yeah it's a huge fucking blunder jesus christ
0: yeah, and then I actually I watched that whole game against Brentford, and it could have gone either way because Brentford also had plenty of chances to put it away, and they just didn't. Yeah, Brentford is an underrated team, and I love how they play. They're super solid. Yeah, but it's just referees doing this dirty, <laughs> man.
1: You don't want it hurts
0: more now because of can't. what happened yesterday. What does
1: Gigi Kyle Cow said? They don't want to see you win. No, nope. and we'll just uh, we could skip forward a little bit in time, but just yesterday. Arsenal lost three one to City. That was a rough match to watch, especially the second half. Is one of those stalemates. In the first half, looked like Arsenal had it. They could it, they could easily put up the two one after those one one didn't happen. And then City just such a powerful squad in the second half, right?
0: They got they got two goals. Yeah, um, it goes down to what Rami said on the Discord. Shout out all the Discord peeps. Shout out, but he put it out clear he's like whoever makes the most mistakes in such a tight game is going to end up losing yep and that's what happened in all of the goals essentially for uh, Yasu's first Arsenal. goal um and he also had the last the one uh, the second on goal on, on gridlish's
1: yeah the second
0: one. yeah he unfortunately slide tackled and it bounced off of his leg under his leg and it went in because of that and yeah three one they're now level in points on the table with arsenal having one game in hand
1: that's a good thing the arsenal could statistically
0: be three points ahead right but how do you Um, feel as a player i mean as a fan as well after playing brentford tying okay then you come in against manchester city now you've lost going into the next game if you lose again or tie now you're in this bad kind of spell well it's
1: it's been a bad spell, so they lost the City 1-0. Okay. Uh, um, for the for the Cup. Carabao Cup? Yeah, and then they lost to Everton in that wild game. Oh, right. And then they tie uh, Brentford. Damn, so that's four so in a row where they haven't bad.
0: picked up three points. Yeah,
1: and more importantly, Arsenal had a good amount of clean sheets, and they just went four games where they got scored on. Yeah. Right, so there's something's not clicking they're, they're not attacking, which I think takes a lot of the time away, usually from other teams being able to score. Um, Martinelli's getting chewed out on Twitter. I, I feel like a lot of people are saying, like, he's not as efficient. He's not as threatening, as dangerous as he has been. Arteta's got to find a way to re-motivate these guys. Is the boat sinking? I mean, it's definitely – there's water coming into the boat, but it's possible to patch it. It's possible to get the water
0: out, right? Bucket it out and if you, Yeah,
1: I mean – you only play City one more time. You go up three points, and you just make sure you don't lose against these shitty teams. Right. And I you hope. can go. You can go up three points again. And City's been dropping points against non-top four teams, top six teams. So you you got to build up that buffer again, just like they did. It's possible, but it all depends on what this team's made out of. Yeah. Um, and maybe Arteta's uh, kind of hating some of the transfer decisions that he made right maybe you should have gotten some more top quality names that help you literally win the game not like the budget picks because you think you think you're already good and this is coming from me who was talking on here how killer those budget picks were but i mean at the end of the day you get what you pay for right so like let's see if they can make it work
0: yeah man it's gonna be a really interesting uh end of the season And I hope this match wasn't the defining point for Arsenal. Yeah, we'll see.
1: All right, moving on. West Ham tied Chelsea. And like you said earlier, I think Joao Felix is like the only sign of life that they really have.
0: Joao Felix scored the goal. Yeah, West Ham is fighting relegation. They're two points off of relegation zone. So it's kind of worrisome. I mean, Chelsea are completely knee-deep in water. Yeah.
1: What, I mean, West Ham might be turning around. They tied Newcastle. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if if they can do something with that. But, yeah, Chelsea, the Liverpools, they're not looking good. Leicester, out of nowhere, beat what we just mentioned a second ago, they beat Tottenham 4-1. They they won three games in a row, though.
0: And they were they started off losing against Tottenham. And they turned it around.
1: They also, uh, they're getting James Madison back. Uh, they're center-attacking mid, and he's... He's turning it on. Uh, I'm assuming it's just kind of uh, him being healthy is starting to kind of motivate the squad. Uh, wolves, they won two in a row. It's just all the me Wolves. So they... Uh, they did beat Southampton, though, however. They beat Southampton, and that led to Nathan Jones being fired. Yep. But Wolves, two wins in a row now after beating Liverpool. Uh, we'll see if they can turn it on. Maybe Lopetugui's Lopetugui. having a little... His uh, hand is having some effect in there.
0: They don't know Raul Jimenez on the score sheet, though.
1: No, he didn't even play at all. He didn't come in.
0: So it looks like he might be over here in the summer. Yeah. Somewhere. He'll be a little bit
1: closer to us pretty soon. Uh, United beat Leeds 2-0 in their basically doubleheader after they had played in cup Mm -hmm. in the middle of the week, right? Kind of ended our fucking... Our law of new coach always wins. Yep. Even though they... At least didn't lose in the middle of the week. There was what was it two two against Leeds, yeah. Uh, but yeah, United in the league is just doing too hot. Even in even in uh, Europa, doing yeah, too they hot. Looks like a solid team all around. Rashford with another goal. The silver tooth kid, got Nacho at the goal. <laughs> all right, enough of the Premier League. La Liga, Barcelona win again, como siempre. Es todo. To Barcelona, es que Barça. The gap is still eight points because Real Madrid won. Uh, Sevilla won 2-0 against Mallorca They got their way out of the relegation a little bit They're in 12th now, 24 It's wild how a couple wins moves you Yeah. And Valencia losing 2-1 against Atletic And are now officially in relegation In relegation, that's insane 18th place with 20 points And our Espanol de Nuestro Corazones Is right one point ahead of them They need to start fucking
0: They need to move yeah, talking about Espanol, they ended up losing 3-2 to two against Real Sociedad. Cesar Montes is out injured, though. When Cesar Montes, yeah, Cesar Montes wasn't in. A ver, pues no que lo sobe ¿no? no don't Le da una sobadita como de Monterrey.
1: Up. Yeah, in Monterrey, you think they fucking would let you stay out? No, brother. Ponte no.
0: pinche, va por La verga. I mean, the usual Real Madrid beating Elche. Relegation zone, Elche, 4-0. to
1: Elche is rough, and speaking of Elche, they signed... Uh, Mexican, Jesus Hernández. His name is yeah, out of Querétaro. Out of Querétaro, not their B squad, but their juvenile squad, their young squad.
0: How old is he? Isn't he like nineteen?
1: I think he's nineteen. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to see what he can do. The big thing is you got to break through to the first squad, right? Cause if not, they're they're not gonna sign you professionally, and you're just gonna stay in no man's land.
0: Yeah, but what we want to point out here is that he took that that jump he took that risk um now it's genuinely up to him to prove himself
1: yeah which is scary because a lot of other he could have gotten money somewhere in mexico he could have gotten good money and been able to live happily right it's also kind of scary that they have to do that they have to give up money he's probably literally not making anything or making very little now in spain but i mean they're doing it because they want their end goal is not to make the money it's to or maybe it is to make money, but to make money while be trying to be the best out there. Yeah. Hopefully, best of luck to him. Yeah.
0: Best of luck.
1: In Italy, Napoli beat Cremonese 3-0. They have a 15-point lead now. Are they gone? They're gone. It's over. It's over. Wrap it up.
0: Yep. Let's go home. Bring out the trophies. Scudetto. Give Come it on. to him.
1: Chuki, take it home.
0: Yep. En nombre de uh, Diego Armando Maradona.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's over, too. Fifteen points is a lot, and it doesn't look like it's gonna get any smaller.
0: And they don't look like they're getting any worse. They're playing at a really top level. Um, some of some people are calling Napoli to favorites to win the Champions League. No, so um, they still have to prove themselves against top teams. But if Milan is losing to is beating Tottenham, like right?
1: yeah, I need to see Napoli onto the next round against a better team because they're gonna play Frankfurt. Yeah, and Frankfurt just lost. Frankfurt just lost 3-0 against Cologne
0: Not my miss (laughs) Yeah, no Cologne's 11th And Frankfurt's 6th Yeah, we'll definitely still need to see him Against the top club But I do have him At least in the semifinals
1: Yeah, because the next round They can get a Real Madrid They can get a Bayern Mm -hmm. They can get a Borussia Dortmund I think Borussia Dortmund's probably <clears throat> one of the more favorable ones. Yeah. But,
0: yeah, we'll see. Or Benfica.
1: Benfica's tough. Yeah. I. They also, I want to see them measured up against a bigger league squad to see what, like, kind of measure where they're at.
0: Yeah, Chucky's going to get tested. to soon. to get ready el, el gabinete para poner ahí.
1: I think he's gone after the season. Yeah. They're probably going to want to get their money's worth because they're going to be champions. Yeah. Champions always get that bump in value for all their players. Get rid of them. Uh, and, and for Chuki's stock, it'll probably go up and he'll probably
0: go to, like, a, I don't mm-hmm. know, Liverpool is rumored. I want him to go to the EPL. That'd be fun. Yeah. He's going to get chopped at. <laughs> he is, but still.
1: Let's move on to Liga MX. let it La home. La
0: bendita Liga MX, que nunca te acabes. Que nunca se acabes.
1: America won. They got a, we First off, we got a doble jornada, so there were some did. games over the weekend games yesterday and today. Yeah, your America won two to one. And La Bomba, Henry Martin, just keeps scoring one over the weekend. And then yesterday they won against San Luis and he scored two.
0: Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Henry Martin is on fire right now. On yeah. fire. Um, and it's crazy that he's been doing this since last season. So it's going to be, what, like eight months of him scoring nonstop. Yeah. Um, and I hope he gets the, the Campeon de Goleo because it, it helps the Mexican squad as a whole. It, it reminds us that, you know, Mexican can do it. Yeah. He has nine already. Yeah. And the next who is who is Mone? Money? <laughs> Fayez Money has what? Seven? He has six. Six. And then Ponchito has five. Both of them from Monterrey, huh?
1: Yeah. Which sure. is wild. Monterrey's yeah. packing punches, dog. But yeah, Henry Martin doing it all. He has the most. Goal contributions in all of Concacaf, I think. Right now, um, he's he's on it for the year. For like the, there's no denying it. He's yeah. probably the best striker out right now.
0: And it also goes to show, you know, it's not only him. In it's Mexico, also, it, it also is the rest of the squad. You know, they're starting to pick it up slowly but surely. Yeah, um, they still gotta be measured against a tougher team like the Tigres, like the Monterrey's, um, like even a Pachuca, mm-hmm. um, to see how well they do. Yeah,
1: and New America just officially jumped my Chivas. Yeah, So I mean, thirteen points. Chivas is twelve, which Chivas didn't do too bad. They tied Pachuca over the weekend, which I thought they had that.
0: Yeah, they um, looked
1: really good. They surprised they me that game. Pretty good there. And then yesterday they beat uh, Tijuana two to one. Uh, when they were winning, <laughs> the most embarrassing thing about that was I don't know if you saw Banovic uh, uh-huh. was like screaming for his life because they scored in the ninetieth minute the penalty right uh-huh. he was screaming for his life that like they hold the ball and then I forgot uh-huh. who it was but somebody lost the ball and he just like completely lost it like broke down It was like, what are you guys doing out there? I mean it's, it's typical to you it was now. their
0: first win out of uh for a while now I don't no he said it was like for five months that they have they hadn't won a home game a home game yeah it's good that they they ended up winning, but they didn't. It's like it's weird because Chivas has been gaining points without deserving the points.
1: Yeah, they're playing ugly, and I think we mentioned at the very beginning is like that's a good skill for them to finally have is like no matter what, just keep making points, mm-hmm. right? And uh, that wasn't Chivas's thing in the past seasons, and neither was playing good. Yeah, um, and now if they're playing good every other game, uh, but they're still
0: uh, the only game that I consider in top eight. I that considered good. them having a good, a good game was the one against Pachuca. Because yeah. the one before that against Querétaro, it was horrible. It was terrible to watch. The one against San Luis was terrible. Yeah. With against Juarez, they got just yeah, the they way got, with it. Yeah, they got The one up. with Monterrey, like mm-hmm. if it wasn't for that sky PK, they would have tied. Mm-hmm. Or if it wasn't for the goalie. All of these instances where they haven't been played well at all. But then you got to keep in mind... They also don't have Alexis Vega. They don't have a natural striker. The three strikers that they're using now haven't scored a single goal in the past, like, five matches. Yep. Hopefully they start playing well and keep winning. But all these up and downs. Moving
1: on, uh, the Tigres beat Pumas 4-2. You had a note, Cordovan Guignac's golazo. I didn't see it. I saw it before we started recording today. Uh-huh. What a fucking gold. Jesus oh my Christ. Oh, God. Cordova. I mean, Cordova came on as a sub, right? Yeah, and he did. Yeah, but he he kind of beat a guy down the line, got a tunnel, uh-huh. a banger of a cross, and then Gignac typical one time. Nobody yeah. else in Liga Maguiz would have made that, but like Gignac one
0: time, boom. Yeah, off of a volley from that cross. And it was beautiful to say yeah. the least. The commentators
1: mentioning like Cordova, like amazing, but whenever you want to try. Right, inconsistent. Uh, like Does, so
0: good. Doesn't he kind of remind you of a Pizarro? You don't think? He's I good?
1: think Cordova has way more talent, talent, and he's faster. Even when Pizarro was at Chivas, he always looked so heavy to me, like slow. Yeah, but he was like, he was very good at retaining the ball and just like keeping it in like a in a positive area where he can do something with it. Uh-huh. But it wasn't like he was going to do crazy stuff with it or outpace anybody or win the game for you uh it was just smart decisions which I loved um uh, but gordo I think can turn it on and really be super creative be dangerous put a ball for you that's different than other liamki's players it's just whenever he wants to <laughs> I don't know what they need to tell them. they need to tell him whatever they told trophies for real send him tobachuga yeah i don't know maybe, uh, maybe um What's his name? The Okoka will take him to the selection again. Well, he needs to solidify
0: himself at it first. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He can't be a bench player there.
1: Toluca Bicruz Cruz Azul, and that led to El Potro getting fired.
0: Yeah, did you see their really beautiful play that they ended up missing? Do you remember that Cardoso play that they did back? Against America. Yeah. Yeah. It was just it was similar to that. But Cruz Azul was doing it to Toluca. They went up, like right in front of the goal, and he missed it wide. Jesus Christ! And it's, I don't know, I don't. It's the team. I don't think it's the coach, but you never know. You know, maybe this new coach has that secret formula. And
1: we've and, said it on here. That's the avenue that ownership has. Just get rid of the coach, right? Or else you're going to get tore up by the by all the fans and stuff. Yeah. Um, but they got a new coaching squad, and who's the assistant? Wiki Dios. El Wiki. Yeah. Um the GOAT. They're an interim squad. There's rumors that they they might bring Hugo Sanchez. He's throwing, it, he's throwing his name in the hat. Paco Palencia.
0: Careca was in the mix Careca well. was there? Mm-hmm.
1: That'd be a banger signing. Yeah. That'd be um, wild. Ricardo Careca.
0: Mohamed was in the mix as well. That's
1: also a very good
0: coach. So um, we'll just have to wait and see. I think. They won't do it probably until next week after this Doble Jornada passes.
1: They don't have a game this Doble Jornada, which is good. They played bola this weekend. We got our rule. Got a new coach. You don't lose. Anything else from Liga Miquis? Juarez.
0: I want to shout out Juarez. Yeah, Juarez. They tied Tigres. And uh, last Saturday they beat... In Monterrey. Yeah. And then they beat Santos. They beat Santos 3-1. And they were kind of interesting to watch against Chivas. Mm -hmm. Because Chivas just got away with that But the way Juarez was attacking Was like hold on Maybe this Grupo de viejitos Maybe they got it What grupo de viejitos Are you talking about Like dueñas Dueñas chaca, chaca. They got Talavera Talavera They got um, Salcedo Salcedo They have uh, Who's the other guy Linus
1: Yeah We talked about it The other episode We are like This is like 2019 Selección de Mexico
0: (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> they're like, "Hey, like, let's go to Juarez, you know, let's just go play there."
1: Let's just go to the desert. No shoot.
0: pressure whatsoever, and look at them. They beat Santos 3 to 1 and then they tied Tigres at ah, Tigres.
1: I feel like they've been doing so well, but they're still in 7th.
0: Yeah, right.
1: I thought I, I after seeing a couple of these string of games, I was like, "Oh, they're in 4th." Yeah, no, they in 7th. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what they can what they can get out of it. Cristante has always been a pretty solid coach. Even yeah. with Toluca, he wasn't that bad. Um, so I, I do want to see what, what they make out of this. Uh, Gabriel Fernandez, their striker, is good. Keep an eye out for that guy. Monterrey Viqueretaro and El Ponchito, my boy, with another yeah. goal.
0: Scored another one. It'll a foot as mo- as Mori. He scored another score sheet. All right, Cesar, what are you excited about? Uh, just the Liga Mek this weekend. Keep rolling by, What's coming bro? out. Um I'm excited to see America like I mentioned Chivas. Jesus. Chivas has to keep pumping. Chivas, they have Pumas. You know, it's that's gonna good.
1: be a great game and Sewoo. Yeah, Pumas has been struggling. Uh they just lost against Nicaxa this week. But they're a good team. They played Tigres
0: last weekend. They were close. They they were close. close. Um now we're Nahuel, Nahuel Guzman, man. the keeper. Nahuel Guzman made an excellent save right before the cordova Ginac goal. Yeah, yeah. I saw so that. if Humas would have made that, you know, they would have probably got a, a tie out of there. Mm-hmm. Or who knows where that game would have gone.
1: They haven't um, won in like five games. They beat León 4-1, but two draws. They lost to the Tigres, and then they lost against the Necaxa. This is
0: perfect for my Chivitas right now. Let's go. And then America goes to Tijuana, to la frontera, with Miguel Herrera. Against El Piojo. Against El Piojo. So that's going to be a good game. Yeah. Um, We'll see what he can can put together now
1: after a good week and a half with the team. Chivas, again, getting a break and getting them with El Piojo for about, what, two days maybe? Uh, Which also broke our rule of new coaches. Yeah. Let's just... Let's just not talk about that Yeah bro You're the one it's that came up with that they're, they're laws dog This Ley de los exes Okay it, it is It's nature of the world It's nature of the game uh, Pachuca Toluca Repeat of the final Yep We'll see how that goes I, They're both
0: mid-table right now right um, uh, Pachuca No
1: Pachuca's third Pachuca's third Toluca's eighth Yeah Which I mean Toluca Was low in the table last season When they made it anyways But That's gonna be an exciting game Yep In England Arsenal, Aston Villa. Can Arsenal get back on track? That's the big question that needs
0: to get answered. Newcastle versus Liverpool. Oh, that's going to be a good one, too. That's going to be a good one. Chelsea, Southampton. Now, if Chelsea don't win this game, I'm just, we're just, all Chelsea fans should just say, fuck it, like, (laughs) that's it. But this is also setting yourself up for a perfect new coach doesn't lose. Southampton getting yeah bridge.
1: can you imagine oh, them? If that log goes into the play and scenes then scenes
0: at Stamford Bridge
1: yeah oh my god and uh the last one that I had on here PSG versus Lille oh shit Timothy this mm-hmm. team and Jonathan, David. Jonathan we'll, David we'll see if do you know Jonathan David's American born in Brooklyn I way and he could have been a Canada. US men's national team player Oof. that's the last game that I had on there because PSG's been slipping up right. They have. They're gonna let themselves get caught up in league because it's just a little too easy. We'll find out. One of the things that Hercules Gomez posted about this week was the top five Concacaf strikers. Ooh! And number one, he had a battle again Arsenal striker that's on loan at Reims that's been scoring in Ooh. bunches. He's he was he's born in New that. York, oh, shit. and the U.S. has been trying to convince him, and he's the top goal scorer in uh, in League One. League one. But um he's not on the national team and he oh, listed him. Shit. And I was like,
0: what are you doing? Oh, that's maybe his way of trying to like convince him to come over here.
1: I mean, everyone's trying to get him there, but he has 15 goals to Jonathan David's fourteen. So technically the top two score goal scorers in League One are American. That's crazy. And then Alexander, lack of threat. Alexander, like I said. Oh, and
0: ese, ese
1: Arsenal they used to call him lack of threat because he would do nothing. All right. That's all that I have this
0: Yeah. Same. Um, Tune in. As you guys already know, join the Discord. We've been pretty lively on TikTok, so watch out for those.
1: We're popping off on TikTok. We're almost at 200 followers. Get us over it.
0: Yeah. Let's get it. Give us a like. Give us a favorite. Share it to your homies. All that good stuff you guys already know. Cuckoo. Peace, everyone. Peace.